Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hello and happy new year. Welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. Happy new year. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We're on the cusp of 2022. If you're listening to this in real time, I'm just, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to start anew. I'm ready to start fresh, Jen. Oh, like, I, know. I feel like I feel like we have a good interview for you to start anew. We're gonna like have a like a celebrate by like girls' night in with Shrankla, right? Unless you're planning to go out, in in which case, good luck to you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Listen, I really love this episode. I think I like to think you know, she, she talks about something that is so it, it is not new. Ayurvedic medicine, Ayurvedic healing is like old as time. So I don't want to present this as like 
Well, about hey. 5,000 years, but yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to present this as like, hey guys, did you hear about these cool oils, you know? But I'd like to think that this episode was a little bit, a little bit kind of early because I'm seeing so many, not early, but like um, of the moment, because I don't know about you, Jim, but I'm seeing so many kind of um, Ayurvedic beauty brands pop up or just, you know, not me too, but just kind of getting their due. Yeah. And also with the ingredients inspired by Ayurvedic medicine, like ashwagandha, all of the adaptogens, a lot of those have roots in this form of healing. Shrankal Holacek is the founder and CEO of Uma Oils and that is how we met her, I believe, when the when the brand first launched. And so when we wanted to do an episode touching on some of Ayurvedic principles and some of the ingredients Ayurveda uses to help your skin and your wellness and everything, we thought, who better than Shrankla? She comes from a family of healers in India. So this is like part of her heritage going way back. But she's also like kind of brought it to, to the world with her brand, which has gorgeous products. Oh, Yeah, the products are absolutely beautiful. So even if you know like nothing about the history of Ayurveda and how it works, just like sensorially, if you try these products, you're going to fall in love and then you're going to want to know more about them. So if you're intimidated by the concept of Ayurveda, like look no further, just listen to this episode. It's a really, what I love about her is she, she doesn't make things too difficult to understand. She really brings it down to like, you know, the very entry entry level for someone who's just curious, or if you want to really go deep, you can go there with this line. And what's also beautiful is that she has this family business and her family's farms, which I found so interesting, they make the oils that are in some of the most amazing brands in the world. Like she was talking to us about how they supply for some of the most well-known fragrances that, you know, Jen and I have talked about in the show, you know, for years now. So her brand is legit, both for Uma oils and, you know, just kind of like, I'm going to say the dynasty that she comes from. It's she has a a really interesting fragrance family. Um, So yeah, whether you're interested in fragrance or Ayurveda or, you know, just female founders, this is a really interesting episode. And um, I don't know, I just like how she kind of breaks it down. Yeah. And it's a nice way to send off 2021 and welcome in 2022. And just as a reminder, we will not have new episodes next week, but we will be back the second week of January, all new, better than ever, Fat Mascara, and we'll see you then. Wishing everyone the best, 2022. So we're here with Shrankla Holacek. She's the founder of the beauty brand Uma. And now when I met her, she was, I knew you had worked in consulting and you'd go to business school, but, and you started this beauty brand. I had no idea how far back your beauty and wellness background goes, like hundreds of years, right? Welcome to Fat Mascara. Well, thank you for having me. It's an incredible honor. Welcome. Oh, stop, stop. (laughs) But truly, I was like, oh, she's a businesswoman starting a skincare line. And then we started talking. I was like, Oh, no, this is interesting. So I'm excited for you guys to hear this story. But your line, Uma, is based on Ayurvedic traditions, correct? That's absolutely right. So before we discuss the brand and you and whatever, can you just like ground us? What is Ayurveda? What does that mean? You know, at its simplest, it is the system of medicine or rather exclusively the system of medicine in India that Indians use for the simplest of ailments, such as a common cold, to some of the more tricky stuff, such as blood conditions. Obviously, that's changed in the last two to 300 years, but the Indian civilization goes back 
thousands and thousands of years. And up until recently, it was our only system of medicine, but much more in that Ayurveda is very much a part of every Indian's lifestyle, so much so that they're doing it without even knowing it. And uh, it's also fascinating to watch that even in the West, people are integrating Ayurvedic principles, sometimes, again, without knowing where they come from, like drinking lemon water in the morning. The lemon water is Ayurveda? Yes. Wait, how is it Ayurveda? Because... Um, or Ayurvedic, whatever. Um, its tenets come from actually um, detoxing mm -hmm. and alkalizing your system uh, every morning. And it's just one of those things that it, traditional Western medicine has not proven out. But the anecdotal evidence is so strong and it is so sworn by that a lot of people adopt it mm -hmm. and use it in their lifestyle. But it's Ayurvedic. It's one of the five things that you should do every morning based on Ayurvedic principles. Wait, now I need, yeah, we have. What other, are the other four? We have other <laughs> questions, but I'm like, we can before we get to those. Well, yeah, what are they? Drink my lemon water. Uh, before that, definitely clean your tongue with a topper tongue scraper. Okay. A Does everyone in India have a tongue scraper? Yes, and the crazy thing is, I didn't know that people didn't. Uh, um, in in the West. So when I moved here like 12 years ago, I'm like, so where do I buy? Like I need to replace mine. And then I realized that grocery stores don't sell it. Yeah. That's when I realized that Indians clean their tongue with a tongue scraper, all 1.2 billion of us. And it was <laughs> not heard of. In a, But the tongue is a very big hotbed for bacterial activity. Oh. And in Ayurveda, your gut and your digestive system is key to anything. Great skin, uh, great energy, weight management. Mm -hmm. And if you don't detox your tongue, you're sort of setting your entire system up for toxins. So okay. that's a Note second. Yourself. Yeah, get, get tongue scraper. Okay, um, number, number and three. it's really cheap. You know, you get 15 for like 10 bucks on Amazon. Mm. Just keep them on stack. Um, I like lemon water. This is more intense, but oil pulling is tremendous. I, in the I didn't morning. know oil pulling was Ayurvedic. I had no idea. Also Ayurvedic. Yeah, see, which is something that it's, it's kind of nice, right? Like the East and the West are blending in sort of nicely together and we're putting our differences aside. Wait, so this is for people who don't know, like a mouthful of coconut oil that you swish around like some Listerine, right? Gwyneth Paltrow is like really into it. <laughs> she, <laughs> she interestingly, in a large part is, um, is to be given credit for, for mainstreamizing Ayurveda, for lack of a better word, because I think that um, she obviously tries a lot of things mm -hmm. and a lot of things that she does try are based on her Ayurvedic doctor that she fell in love with about 12 years ago. Oh. And he's he's Ayurvedic. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So we got oil pulling, lemon water, the tongue, tongue scraping. scraping. Number four. Number four is dry brushing. Oh, I oh, do that. We do that. <laughs> okay. Well, tell so, everybody what dry body brushing is. Uh, dry body brushing is the, uh, is the notion of taking a vegetable bristle dry brush and gently flicking your skin upward uh, towards your heart all the way up to the neck. Like before mm. you get in the shower. Before you get in the shower, exactly. And you're not trying to break down fat when you're trying to do that. A lot of people I see 
just scrubbing. Oh yeah, I'm going away. for it. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it's you melting know, stuff. Which is, yeah, like smoothing out my cellulite ripples, just like or the the big dots I have. I have like divots. So here's the thing: the way it breaks down your cellulite is a slightly different mechanism, which is basically it moves your lymphatic system. Mm. So the lymphatic drainage system is a system of circulation above the blood circulation, but below the skin. Goes all over your body, and you know you, we all know of lymph nodes. Dry brushing and gently flicking skin dry up in upward motion actually helps move that lymph around and detox it. And that's how it battles um, cellulite. And the fifth one is just before you step into the shower, practice a self-abhyanga, which is basically self-massage with um, with sesame or coconut or even olive oil with your with flat palms, Mm -hmm. um, flat on the bone and uh, rounded on all of your um, joints. joints. Thank you. She did flat across her forearm and then round on her elbow, since you guys can't see. Wait, flat. Okay, I have my open palm and I'm going to go from like my wrist to my elbow and then I'm rubbing my joints. Exactly. Wherever you meet a a joint, you round it out and spend like dry brush for like a few minutes. Do just a little bit of a solid oil massage starting again all the way. Jump into the shower. Within two to three weeks, your skin would be a different animal. I'm going to try this because I feel like, you know, if it's worked for so long (laughs) and it's quite it's it's an extra like few minutes before the shower, I would say, or maybe two minutes. Um, Okay, so you grew up to me. This is all this is all news to me. But you grew up, this was like your household practice, right? This was just always around. Like you grew up as a little kid, like better oil myself where up. You, where did you grow up? In India, in uh, in the northern part of India. Um, a little bit, I lived a little bit away from my parents uh, because where my parents grow, everything is very, very rural. So not very many people speak English. Where your parents grow? Uh, uh, grow, uh, sorry, our farms are all in central so India. tell us about the farms. So um, we farm about 500 acres of miscellaneous things that are not traditional crops. So we will have a, 70- a specialty farm. <laughs> Indeed, a different kind of specialty farm like you, than you see in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but fragrant. about weed? <laughs> okay. I think she is. Yeah. Sorry, I, mean, I live in California now. Okay, so I'm like, I'm going to there. <laughs> so your family grows specialty um, botanicals. Uh, exactly. And they're typically fragrant botanicals that go into our essential oil production. Mm. So 70 acres of vetiver, um, 50 acres of eucalyptus. Oh, that's uh, got to smell great. It it all does. But it's also organic. So there's also a smell of cow dung and cow urine in there. Instead I just, of like Monsanto GMO fertilizer. I'll <laughs> so take the cow manure. <laughs> also, just so Jess knows, I know this, but tell her how long your family has been doing this farming. 800 years since the 12th century. Yeah. So you're like the head of, you're like like the descendant of a dynasty, of a, <laughs> uh, right? Of a, a botanical <laughs> dynasty. Yes. I don't know. You should tell me. You're the royal family. <laughs> uh, okay. I hear ye, hear ye. Dane you. I don't, I don't know. No, so you are like, you are, are, is your family known in, in India or in the region you're from? Uh, we this? are. Okay. I mean, and we're generally known across India. Okay. You know, even though we're technically still the physician 
decorations for the royal family. It's more of a nominal title. It certainly isn't something that would pay Wait, the bills. You're also the your family has been the physicians to the royal family back in oh, the day when you yes. had royals. So that's how it all started. Okay, because we were the physicians, and Ayurvedic medicine is all plant based. Mm-hmm. We started growing all this stuff back then for the medicine, mm-hmm. for the royalty and the kingdom and things like that. And then as that became more of a nominal thing and, you know, India got its independence about 70 years ago, the demand for essential oils in the West for from Indian oils really started increasing. So the rose, the jasmine, the sandalwood. And then it made sense for my family to take all these crops and things that they were growing and make it a real viable business in essential oil manufacturing. Wow. Which they sell to who? To Estee Lauder, Tom Ford. Um, Chances are, if you've used a traditional perfume, there might be one of our essential oils lurking in there. I didn't know that you were so like you really are. You really are like fragrance royalty and cosmetic royalty. Thank you. I'll not protest the validity <laughs> we of that. We should have you on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's really interesting. You're like the head of raw materials. Yeah. So <laughs> that's wait, a new you, title. <laughs> I like the dame, the queen yeah, yeah, of the yeah. botanicals versus better. head of raw materials. Yeah. yeah. So you touched upon something which is funny because my next question was about this. A lot of the Ayurvedic traditions and treatments um, have lots of anecdotal evidence that they work. But say you were to take the westernized medicine and the peer-reviewed journals with a clinical study and and test some of these Ayurvedic things. They're, they're, they all haven't been tested, right? Do, do you think that we – what do you say to people who are like, well, there's no proof that these treatments work? Like the lemon water thing. Yeah. I read a lot of like, you know, goopy new age stuff. And, you know, I, I part of me is like, how do we really know? I love it. But I'm like, how do I really know? You know, know? I throw, I think, three things at them because, um, well, I'm an engineer. Both my parents are PhDs. So oh. we are people of – a lot of science. Yeah. And just by the way, every time we sell an essential oil to someone, we do serious chromatography and all of that stuff. So, I What's mean, chromatography? Sci- that is basically establishes how pure an essential oil is. Oh, and you cool. need that to be able to sell. But unfortunately, and this is a whole other thing, customers constantly ask me, I bought this from XYZ Essential Oil MLM company. How do I know it's pure? I'm like, frankly... You don't, because unless you have the only way to establish whether it's pure is to run it through those, you know, that machinery that costs so much money. So it was. would your recommendation be to just buy from, if you are buying essential oils, I'm not talking about the ones that are in, you know, cooked up in the products, but if you're going to buy an essential oil, is it just to go for the quality brand? Because we can't do this test at home. Um, I would say do research because unfortunately, there's too much marketing around this. I would say ask if the company you're buying from knows where it comes from. If they didn't grow it themselves, which chances are they didn't, mm-hmm. are they just one step removed from the producer? That is, and if they can't give you an answer to that, try to find another company. Mm, because wow, that's very useful advice. It's good because even when I write about not just Ayurvedic traditions, but other, I don't know what to call them, but like Alternative health practices. Our fact-checking goopy depart- didn't do it for yeah. you. No, goopy, goopy. <laughs> there you go. Our fact-checking department at like our magazines is like, well, where's the white paper to prove it? And I'm like, you're basing that on a Western like way of thinking of this is the only medicine in the world. Like even with Chinese medicine practices and things mm-hmm. like that, um, it's it's nice to hear that like it's okay to 
not have that and you can still benefit. And uh, absolutely. And, you know, going back to the great question that you asked, I think there's three things. The first one is the idea of compliance and understanding that when you eliminate the root cause of something as you're trying to do, the timing will be much different than eliminating the root, the symptom. And the West has become so addicted to instant gratification around the symptom, Mm -hmm. such as, you know, how does Xanax work? It works by blocking the receptors rather than getting rid of anxiety. So you just don't feel the anxiety. It hasn't gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. You just stop feeling it. Um, and that's sort of the cadence we have come to work in, in that if I don't see relief within minutes or with skincare within a week, it's done. I'm throwing it out. But that wrinkle took months or weeks or years to form. Yeah. If you truly want to sort of plump it and make its appearance better, it's not going to happen in a week's Mm -hmm. time. So the first thing is compliance, which is different in the West. The second thing is subjectivity versus objectivity. Ayurveda is very personal. I feel a little bit like a cheat sort of mass promoting Ayurveda because in India, we personally consulted for everyone. You know, what worked for you for a headache would be different from what would work for you. You wouldn't just go buy in a bottle of something. You'd talk to the doctor. Exactly. Because then I would sort of understand your dosha. I would understand your diet. I'd understand your lifestyle. And I would tailor around why the same symptom is coming from two different root causes. But that being said... um, In the West, everything is objective. In the East, everything is subjective. So sometimes the the flip side is very often in the West, women don't find relief for things that don't show up in blood work. Mm -hmm. Does that mean? Oh, absolutely. I can firsthand. Yeah, that. And you feel like, oh, am I going crazy? There's nothing, you know, the doctor says there's nothing wrong with me. This happens all the time. I think especially a lot to women. Um, And men, too. That was not fair. And men, too. I can think of some great examples. And I think that is why Ayurveda is finally seeing its light of day, because people are starting to understand the limitations and open their minds to where science hasn't yet gone. And which brings me to the third point around economics warrant that stuff is put around testing what you can monetize. You can pour billions Mm. of dollars into testing a drug and then you own the patent on it. And everyone thinks that, oh, why don't you have a billion dollar of testing just Mm -hmm. lying around in your back pocket? Well, economics, you know, it's it's not like I'll patent Ayurveda and then sell it to the rest of the world. It's an age old science. With that said, science is finally emerging like this, a Cambridge study around what happens to your brain when you inhale certain essential oils. I swear she's also uh, like psychic because you're like asking the questions in the you're answering these questions I had in the order because we wanted to ask you about aromatherapy. What is this Cambridge study? It's um, so it was around studying the the brain activity when certain uh, essential oils were inhaled. Okay. And fascinating things were found, like jasmine lights up the same part of the brain when inhaled as when you're experiencing joy. Wow. Yep. Okay. Um, um, lavender has a profound impact on how your body interprets anxiety. And some of the things that doctors will tell you to do, such as Breathing deeper when feeling anxious, get forced 
by the brain when lavender is inhaled. Uh, oh, you take a deeper breath because you're smelling it's, lavender? It's, it's sort of your, your breath gets deeper after your brain forces your you to take deeper breaths after okay. inhalation. Rosemary is often used in Alzheimer's patients because uh, it has been shown to boost memory retention by up to 75%. And like all these studies finally are becoming, like if you look up uh, white papers, you can mm-hmm. actually find this. Yeah. Like, uh, I hope everyone is everybody in does. India like, uh, yeah, we told you like a thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, Indians are, have too much time dealing with our problems that <laughs> being <laughs> to, to be like, told you so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got a lot of problems, but another time. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honeylove's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honeylove products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honeylove is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honeylove. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, 
quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits, yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's Joanna good. Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. So excluding the use of UMA products, which we do want to get into, and you gave us like the five things you do every morning. Are there any like things that you do that are Ayurvedic rituals that other people are just like, seriously? Um, I heard something about butter in your belly button. Ah, uh, that that is that is uh, uh really yeah but, something butter something. in your belly button so oil in your belly button and clarified butter ghee is what oh, okay uh, yes yeah. yes so uh the. Within Ayurveda, your belly button is a very, very important part of balance in the body. You were fed through your belly button in your mother's womb, and it still packs not only a lot of nerves, but has massive absorption qualities. And the way I oh break... <laughs> that weirds me I'm, out. I'm, I'm holding my, my, yeah, my hands over my belly button. I mean, just feels very this. exposed right now. <laughs> So you put ghee in your belly button. button. And if you experience a lot of like dryness or chapped lips, that will take care of it within a few days. You win for the most, the wildest beauty tip we've ever gotten on the show. Clarified butter in our belly button and our chapped lips will go away. Yes, in a few days. She's not even flinching. She's like, yes, it will. I defy someone. I'm using the wrong words. I'm asking one of our subjects <laughs> to, to try this. I'm going to do it. Oh, you're going to do it? I have ghee at home. I cook with ghee. I can't smell like butter at work. Does it make you smell like butter? No. Uh, I mean, not unless you don't shower for days. Uh, <laughs> Jess, 
<laughs> you got okay. me. And I do recommend if you wear expensive nightwear, I don't, so I don't even bother with this, but put a little bit of cotton over your belly button if it's cute. you don't want to oh do it. It's, it's like a plug, a cotton a plug. plug. Exactly. If if you and it's called Nabi Chikitsa, which simply translated means navel therapy. And that's a Hindi word? <laughs> that's yes, a okay. Hindi word. Um and um it's it's Highly recommended. Everyone does it. The two are ghee uh, or mustard oil, which is harder to get your hands on in uh, in the West. So that's like a vegan option. That's a vegan option. Okay. Exactly. Mustard. Does mustard? Um, does it burn or give no. you like a weird sensation? No. It's smellier than than ghee, but it's okay, not we're at all do the weird. Ghee. Yeah. I, the mustard. I love it. I love it. Okay, so can we talk about some of the ingredients that Ayurveda? relies on like what are some yeah, of the- and mustard we got <laughs> tick tick what else so um i want to underscore ghee because it's um it's all dosha pacifying so it's very very good i hate it to back for- you up dosha okay yeah i was like i i know that we can really spend a, a lot a lot of time talking about this but like in a nutshell <laughs> what's a dosha because you said it a couple times um a dosha is how the the earth's elements, Ayurveda believes there are five, earth, water, air, ether, and fire. How, ether, wow. Um, yes. How they have manifested in your body as a combination at the time of conception. What is your dosha? Pitta. And what's that one about? Um, it's, uh, here's when it's good, when it's fiery, it's fire and water. So uh, when I am feeling good, I am in balance, I'm articulate, I am focused. Mm -hmm. And when I'm out of balance, I have a lot of rage. It's fiery. This uh, sounds like the astrology that a lot of people in the West talk about. You know, um, there is... Ayurveda has some tenets of astrology as well. Okay. But the Vata Pitta Kapha thing basically will give you... Those a, are the different doshas. Yes. Vata okay. would be the air and ether. So it's very flighty. This is your friend who never puts on weight. She's sometimes anxious. Her hair is frazzled. When she's out of balance, she is uh, not sleeping at all. But she, when she That's, is... This is not me. <laughs> but she's I'm like very fat creative. and tired. What's the fat and <laughs> Just, tired dosha? Yeah. Well, that's kapha. Because... Yeah. <laughs> Come on, kaphas. <laughs> I see you, kaphas. What are kaphas like? Uh, it's earth and water. And funny, you know, I'll tell you kaphas. Well, I am can, an earth sign. Um... Well, that that so like is Jen was saying, it's like a okay. Mm. Was, sorry, it's keep going. <laughs> no, and a little tidbit: kafas tend to be the most just financially successful. Ooh, and here's nice. why: they have a lot of fundamental stability in their nature, which is you know think about like the slow moving bit of it. And every <laughs> she's the slowest person I, I in the world. I knew you were gonna love that because I, when we walk downstairs, I kid you not, bad balance I'll be at the bottom, and she'll be like very. Gingerly. Methodically walking <laughs> down the stairs. And the subway doors will be closing and she'll be like, I'm not rushing. Wait, I'm going to get there. I don't, I'm not going to fall down the stairs to get there five minutes earlier. Like, I'll that's wait for the next one. And that's leader-like, right? Like, oh, and the leaders? world will wait for me. Yes. You know, <laughs> the, uh, and a lot of qualities that the world's, uh, has respected in sort of leadership and therefore made CEOs out of um, <laughs> Jen's looking tend, uh, tend to be kapha types because That's they're cool. like a little bit, you know, uh, grounded and statuesque and deliberate in their decision making. Um, Pithas tend to be 
political leaders because of, you know, a lot of like um, speaking and flustering and passion. And the best creatives come from Vata. What's Vata? Because I'm trying to put Jen in it. I'm, I'm trying to find her dosha without doing like a test. Um, <laughs> and you can be mixed as well. Vata tends to be, um, you know, um, a little bit on the drier side. Um, little like in sense of humor or like no, her skin? no skin, oh. skin, dry, <laughs> very dry thin. Skin. <laughs> Difficulty putting on weight. Um, That's I get skinny when I'm stressed. Yes, it's I'm so jealous. Yeah, no, no she it's can... not good either. You want to be in balance, is what I hear you saying, right? But That's, it... but then within your dosha. So that's the thing. All the things that I'm saying kind of are expressions of imbalanced dosha, such okay. as, you know, such as the poor sleep and losing weight. What are her good qualities? What are the, the, the vata? Because I feel like we said nice I'm things creative. about everyone. I'm creative. Creative. Uh, they're the sharpest creatives yes. in, in the room when that energy is channeled well. Um, as... Um, as well as... Uh, We're poor and skinny, but we sure are creative. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh my God! I don't a, think this is totally not, for you, Jen. It's not um, the wealth thing was specifically just called <laughs> out. For was like, oh Lord, <laughs> this is, what um, have I done? How can how can um, our listeners fi- figure out their dosha? Um, the first, okay, I I mean, it's it's terrible to suggest this, but you can get the first eighty percent by. Very often taking an internet quiz. Okay. Do you have or, one on your website? You know, we used to right now, but there's so many good ones okay. out there that, you know, but again, that's 80% there because here's the complicating factor. All of us have all three. We just have one predominant mm. one. But sometimes when the non-predominant one goes out of balance, mm. you'll start showing signs of it. Okay. Like even vatas can gain weight when their kapha goes out of balance. So this is why you need the doctor and you can't just... That's why that's the thing. The last 20% is the doctor. Okay. Um, we were. T- I was asking about ingredients, though. Can we? Yes. Let's just like backpedal for a second. Um, what are some like very so mainstream I'll, Ayurvedic ingredients? Um, turmeric is um, is a big one. You're the guys behind the turmeric latte? We are. Oh, my yes. God. Golden milk. <laughs> yes. You're the yes. guys. <laughs> Your whole country. <laughs> All of us. You know, but yes. I love those. They are great for you. They, Their turmeric has a lot of cumarin. And again, going back to what, what the West actually respects cumarin. Mm-hmm. Uh, cumarin. Um, I can never get the R uh, in the right place in the pronunciation, but it's a well-established ingredient of uh, turmeric that uh, has a lot of antioxidant and anti-inflammatory power. It's Mm. great. Other things I personally love is something called triphala, and it's very detoxifying. It's also regularity-inducing in in the system. In your bowel? (laughs) Exactly. What's triphala? Like a Triphala is is, uh, a combination of herbs, and it's very readily available at, you know, Whole Foods or or Amazon. I just buy my 100 tablets for $10 on Amazon. It You know, just buy an Ayurvedic Oh, it's, ha- it's a tablet? It's, a it, it's also a powder, but I find the tablet form easy. Oh. Yeah, it's basically, it's a powder made of two or three Ayurvedic herbs. But it's very, anytime that you start to feel a little bit bloated or like I'm breaking out, the first thing in Ayurveda we recommend is a detox. And um, trifla tends to be a very detoxing herb. So I like trifla uh, within Ayurveda quite a bit. Aloe is very important in Ayurveda. And fresh aloe. Mm-hmm. 
as much as possible. So, you know, I've seen Whole Foods actually sell leaves. Just no, you could grow a plant. Yeah, yes. my grandma had an aloe plant. Are they cat and safe? I would have gotten you one of those. Jess. I don't know. We need to check. On we'll that. check on that. I was trying harmless. to get her a plant last time I visited her, but like so many plants, if you have a cat, you can't yeah. grow them. But very toxic. Yeah. I'll check on the aloe. Um, yes. Sorry, I, mean, I took us off topic. No, it's very easy to it's grow. It's an important topic. And it grows prolifically. And it's great for anything from heartburn to great skin. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just take out the fleshy cube, throw a little bit of black pepper on it, and just eat it. Oh, oh eat wow. it. I thought we were talking about putting it on topically. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have clarified. I no, was talking okay. about stuff that you should put in your mouth. And yes. Okay, that's so, really interesting. Trifla and aloe, eat them uh, very much. They are very recommended. Uh, a fourth one is neem. It's not very popular in the West yet because it's an evergreen tree in India, but it is very purifying of blood, is believed. And you take a neem tablet? You can take a tablet. You can take it in syrup format. Um, almost every Indian girl in her teens who struggled with acne has put it on her skin in a paste. Yeah, you have neem in some of the Umi yes, products, Yes, in our right? clarifying products, yes, because it's a very beloved ingredient for uh, for um, detoxing uh, and purifying both skin and, and internally. So let's talk about Uma, because Uma's mostly topical products, yes. correct? Yes. Why did you start this company? Obviously, your family has this heritage, but, but what made you want to bring it? Um, to, I don't know, where are you sold? You're sold like, like Net-A-Porte and Violet Gray <laughs> and like all the fancy stuff. Um, you know, I think I think it was uh, and, you know, I, you know that I was actually doing consulting and I moved to the United States for business school. But I did live in L.A. and I observed a couple of things. One, even in the time that I was there, I saw a systematic change change in how much people were questioning the source of ingredients and asking questions. Oh, I mean, our listeners all the time. You know, even celebrities are literally at farmer's markets like Jennifer Garner is buying fruit for her kids because she, I don't know, doesn't trust Whole Foods and wants to talk to the Nobody farmers. trusts anyone. <laughs> yeah, that and, is true. And it's increasingly happening. And I felt like there might be validity in bringing an ingredient untouched from where it was farmed directly to the consumer. You know, it, it's skincare tends to be a little bit black box. I wanted to open it up. What Not, do you mean black box? It, you don't, what, till the time it's delivered to you, you can't really ask questions about where was this farmed? Mm -hmm. How did you make it? Can you tell me how to make this at home? And I wanted to change that, uh, that a lot of Ayurveda, you can whip it up at home. You never have to buy a single Uma product. Like There's no way I could whip up an Uma oil at home. Sorry. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was putting the plants on my skin. So this is <laughs> yeah. like, I need some instruction. Well, you can put tomato and papaya on your skin and that's that would be lovely. Um, but uh, uh, that was one reason. A, the ability to sort of just open it up and sort of almost say, hey, you want to know where your rose oil vintage 2019 comes from? Come to our farm. Talk to the farmers. See how happy mm -hmm. people are growing it. And the second thing was, I think that Ayurveda is was misunderstood and a little bit bastardized and almost pandering to the fringes, mm -hmm. you know, mm. sort of... Uh, only the provocative and crazy sounding stuff was being put out there. Like um like patchouli hippies in the in the weird herb shop kind of situation. Right. You know, like 
like don't like butter in your belly button well and here's the thing trust your experience if it doesn't work for you you know i haven't made you buy some 500 dollar uh crystal to you know if it's not working for you stop it day six or seven Mm -hmm. you know trust your experience with all of these things Mm -hmm. but the the thing i feel comfortable around is offering up things that don't cost people money and you're you know you're not telling them to go do these a set of essential oils that cost 300 in a set and that you make it's yeah. often household stuff but but that being said to go back to like the practical advice was i felt missing and mired behind um and this sounds weird coming from a luxury brand i know our products are expensive and at neiman and at and things like that but ayurveda is somewhat elite right now mm-hmm. and Ironically, it's a science of the masses. You know, that is a that is actually a really um, strange. Like, I, I don't know if it's ironic, but it is kind of it's unfortunate and it's ironic because when I think of Ayurveda, I think of like really particular ingredients and really you know specialized. It's like next when it's le- patro-y. Yeah, yeah. I hate but to say it's it. Not yeah. you know when you go to on an Ayurvedic detox. You don't go buy $100 worth of juice every day. All you do is sort of go on a plan, which involves a very basic recipe of three spices and rice and lentils. I bet Saqqara sells it for like $90, <laughs> right? No, there's companies that do that. But, you know, you can make that. Like I love that. this. Ayurveda for the, the real girl or like on the cheap. It is. That's the thing. It's it's 90, 90% of it is not product-based. It's like, I, I will tell you that if you're stressed out, you don't need to buy a product. You need to practice alternate nostril I, meditation. You know? Oh, I've tried that. I didn't know. I, I, this Ayurveda yes. is like part of so it's many different things. Yeah. Yoga is Ayurveda. Oh, yeah, and, of course. We didn't even... And pranayama. The most obvious yeah. one, right? I did. I honestly, I didn't know. I thought that yoga was like a separate thing that had origins in India. But I thought that Ayurveda was like, I need cumin, I need pepper. We're gonna mix it up in like a forty dollar salad. They're you both, know, they're both parts of. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect. I'm just saying this is no, like which is you see thank you, Gwyneth Drake. and Co doing it. You think it's for people who have time and money to do this kind of thing? Uh, no. And I say no with a little bit of hesitation because the only thing that trips me up about Ayurveda, and I've had it hard to practice uh, in in the life that I live here, is the emphasis on fresh food. Ayurveda is not a big fan of freezing food. Well, I thank you for your honesty. Okay. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's yeah. jars, it's sort of, it's hard. Like, it's so much easier for me to pull something out of my freezer and yeah. thaw it than, you know, make the, with the exception of that, all Ayurvedic things are super practical, super uh, straightforward. I mean, the dry brushing, buy a $5 yeah. dry brush. I feel mm-hmm. like if you if you were looking to sell your company to like Estee Lauder or something, they'd, they'd sort of nip that whole talking point in the bud. <laughs> they'd be like, stop telling people to get the cheap stuff. Tell them to buy your face oil. That's really funny. You know, but the crazy thing you is... You just want to bring in any form absolute, possible. Oh, and the truth is, people, I would never want someone buying Uma because they felt like... That's the only access to Ayurveda. They're they're completely different uh, uh, questions to answer. You know, Uma is as much an indulgence as it is a necessity. And I've never, I've like, 
I've always said that don't skimp on sleep. My products will never help you look better if you've gone on four hours mm-hmm. of sleep. So what's the best selling product on the UMA line? Um, the anti-aging line, specifically the body oil which is very, very delightful and indulgent, goes on after the shower. It's called the Absolute Anti-Aging Body Oil. It's called Anti-Aging because it's got specific ingredients, such as frankincense, which helps cellular turnover. So Mm -hmm. it strengthens Mm -hmm. skin cells and grapefruit, which actually... um, can boost circulation a little bit, so can help with uh, with sort of how skin appears, okay. you know, because it's circulating better. And that's um, that's one of our bestsellers. I'll our eye oil that. is also um, uh, pretty popular. What do you say to people? I know all of your products are pretty much oil-based and glass jars. What do you say when people are like, but I like a nice foamy cleanser or I like a water-based product? So the first thing I say, without seeming... Um, uh, rude is Uma's not for everyone, okay? Because it's it's a departure from how you take care of your skin. I mean, keep in mind that this is kitchen pharmacy, right? And kitchens don't naturally have soap. So what you've got is oats and honey and mm-hmm. uh, and calendula and a little bit of turmeric and things like that. So to get the results that you want in terms of balancing your skin and allowing it to thrive, you're going to have to put the time in that you put the time in to extract what nature what the environment has aggressed. You know, we all need sunscreen these days Mm -hmm. or and so on. So you need to get it off your skin. But by and large, you want to remove just what's external, not what the skin naturally produces. I mean, we're intelligent beings. We've evolved over tens of thousands of years. The skin knows what it's doing. So do you feel it's interesting to say we don't need to remove all that? I mean, so much right now when you look at the beauty climate is about, you know, I have to say a little bit aggressive treatments. We just talked about this on the show a week or two ago. Do you kind of cringe at that? Like lots uh, of yes. and peels. And, yeah. um, it's all like a, a DIY derm stuff right now at home. And uh, again, I, I know it's all on trend. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, one of my people say, boil it down to one piece of advice. I say, do not overstrip skin. There is mm. such a... Everyone constantly exfoliates and constantly uses acid. And I'll tell you something crazy. Dark-skinned girls like myself should not be using acid. And, you know, you talked about research. Look at acid peel. One of, for brown girls, the first study that comes up is Mayo Clinic advising against peels mm-hmm. for dark-skinned girls. Nobody tells you that. Because it's it caused inflammation that causes hyperpigmentation? Absolutely. Okay, in I wasn't a sure very that. large majority of cases. Like, people scar permanently. Mm. And I don't think any dark-skinned girl is told that when being sold an acid. Interesting. Wow. That's really, yeah, that's really valuable information. Uh, is there a beauty product from another line that you feel like, oh, I wish I'd invented that or just really admire? You know... I sometimes, um, I, um, sun products, you know, we can't have them because we're 100% organic and Mm. there's really no, you know, there are some oils that are pretty good, but not the level of protection you want. Mm. So sometimes I look at a great sun product, um, like, you know, um, 
What do you use? Um, super Goop is something oh, yeah. I, I end I up using. Because... Intern Tiff loves Super Goop. It's <laughs> a great brand. <laughs> Which one do you use? Do you I remember? I use a spray one that goes on sort of like pretty light and after like Sometimes if I've forgotten to put it under makeup, it's mm-hmm. it's just like a little spray, like white bottle. Um, and I mean, I've tried a little bit of the sun drops. I haven't used it enough, Barbara Stems, to really know, but they at least go on great. So sun products is one. Mm-hmm. And recently I discovered, um, I was at doing a beauty summit for Netaporte and Larry King hair care. Oh new line. my God. I just raised the wand to yeah. one of his products. Which do you product use? do you like? Um, it's a social life for your hair. Yeah. And I was in Singapore, and I promise you, my hair was growing horizontally or vertically <laughs> by the minute. I, I was, I was looking like a lion at these summits, and Larry King uh, uh, was also, you know, at the at the thing, and. They're like, let us put some social life in your hair. That's a cute name. Um, and oh my god, I love it. It does <laughs> not weigh your hair. It's very down. light. I have it too. I've used it a few times. It's a very light. Some of the creams there, it feels like you're putting body butter in your hair. This is like, just it's so it's not whipped, but it feels very light. And 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 I like that it doesn't weigh hair down. It's like you know, I have very fine hair. So that that's something that's been on mine for me for the last three weeks. I'm like, this is kind of a nice product. Nice. One I could never make, but it's there cool. Yeah, yeah. So what's your, um, we've, we've talked about the hair and the SPF, but what's sort of your makeup look? Yeah, what's your go-to? Because like, also your skin's just fabulous. And yeah, I'm like going to go oil pull tomorrow and drink my lemon <laughs> You're water. a very good advertisement for Ayurveda. But do you're you have kind, me? But, uh, no, uh, no, and I don't. And in part, I, I did buy literally downstairs a mascara and a lipstick because I felt so washed out. Stop oh, at the beauty supply store downstairs? I was like, Belinda, look, there's a beauty I store. I can't you put on makeup just for us. I, of That's course, really, I had to. No. And I kept saying, I have to go back to the hotel to... Uh, you know, over drink someday. I'll tell you my my today story, but uh, but I was like, I was wait, you need a drink? Up. Is that what you just said? <laughs> we should have had us some wine. For yeah, we used to do wine. We don't because we, we oh. like we don't. I don't know how we got so serious. We but tell, tell us your favorite no. mascara then um, before we let you go. Oh, um, I'm I actually like Dior Show. Oh, Dior and Show. It's uh, it's the I know true people, fat mascara. <laughs> <laughs> people go, oh my god, you know, it's not a clean brand. I realize that, but you know, I absolutely love it. It's all about balance. Yes, right. That, that's what, what that's what I say. You know, have I been known to pop an Advil when I have a really splitting he- headache? Hell yeah. She's <laughs> like the turmeric's not yeah. cutting it. This it's time. not going to. Yeah, it's not going to. It's you know, it's comp. It's chronic versus acute. When you're feeling something acute, go do what you got to do to get through your day, but then focus on what's chronically causing the problem through your belly oil advice. and stuff like that. So many things I want to try now after this interview. What about you, Jess? <laughs> I'm definitely, I like this pre-shower ritual that you discussed. You know, I was it's very like my... Kafa of you, nice and slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pre-shower ritual. Just like, you know, take my time. A little rub on the elbow. Yeah. yeah no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that. And I bet you you just probably slide into your bed sheets at night because you're so soft. That's that's what I'm going to leave uh, listeners with a vision <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> Flying into the bed sheets. Of me. Because just that's like not going to start up life. <laughs> oh, my God. This was great. Thank, Thank you so much for coming Thank on the show. Thank you so much Thank for having you. me. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. 
Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product with you or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.